Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Uh, it's the year where we are going to see the glory of God. Somebody shout glory. Um, already Mfundisi taught us last week that we were not created for obscurity. We were not created for shame and, um, um, and all of those things. But we were created so that we can display the glory of God. Hallelujah. We are not created so that we can be a, a, a backward, but we are created so that we can be those who shine. The Bible says, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. So we were created that we may display the glory of God. And also uh, we were uh, introduced to our theme for the month of January, which is see, the, no, 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 it, uh, uh, the month, um, I mean the year, for the year, the theme for the year, it is see the glory, right? And then uh, the, the theme for the month is developing a vision for a glorious life and a glorious destiny because at the end of the day whatever it is that God shows you and he wants to achieve in and through your life it is supposed to affect others so if you have a glorious destiny you are going to affect even others that are around you the vision that God wants to give to us is a vision that is bigger than us somebody say bigger a vision, a glorious uh, destiny that will accommodate many other destinies within that glorious destiny. So that's what we are going to be talking about in the month of January. And uh, then last week, uh, we did well in teaching about what do you see? Hallelujah. It is very important to be a visionary in your life. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, if you can see it, you can achieve it. If you can see it, you can touch it. Somebody say amen. If you can see it, it is possible. Somebody say amen. Because that's how you birth certain things, by conceiving them. And how do you conceive them? By seeing them, even in the spirit, seeing them uh, uh, from the Lord himself. Hallelujah. And then today, briefly, we are going to teach on and we are going to be talking about clear vision. Somebody say clear vision. Come on, you can do better than that. Clear vision. Because we want to make the best out of 2024. Somebody say amen. We want to make the best out of 2024, in the year 2024, we are serious people. We are people who want to achieve and who want to demonstrate the glory of the Lord. We are not going to talk about it and not experience it. We are not going to write about it and not experience it. We are not going to, uh, 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 to display it on our statuses and not experience it. I refuse. I don't know about you because the glory of God is power-packed. The glory of God has got so many benefits and I refuse with every fiber of my being to hear about it every Sunday, to see it on statuses every day, but then not walk in it and not experience it. Somebody shout, I shall touch it. Ah, the glory of God speaks about many things, but uh, uh, apart from any other thing that we are going to learn about over the months as we are in the year 2024, vision is critical. Somebody say first things first. So uh, I want us to be attentive and listen very carefully and then not only listen, but go and implement everything that we are taught so that we can become the candidates to display the glory of God. How many know that the glory of God can come, but then it cannot be made manifest in your life unless you know about it? There are many people who don't have because they don't know they have. So I encourage us that as we tackle this 
a very, very important subject of the glory of God because the glory of God is the fullness of God. Imagine. And he promises it to us as Builders Church in the year 2024. So we are going to pay a, a attention. Turn with me to the book of Habakkuk chapter number two. I'm going to read verse number two and I'm going to be reading it in the good news translation. Hallelujah. Good news translation. Habakkuk chapter number two, verse number two. It's projected. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it. It says, the Lord gave me this answer. Write down clearly on tablet that I reveal to you so that it can be read at a glance. The Lord answered. So in other words, some of us have been waiting for an answer. Let me give you an answer. Write. Write it down clearly. Somebody may have been asking, what do I do with what I see? As I was taught last week, that if I can look, God will show me something. So then what do I do with what I see? The answer is write it down. And the nice thing about writing it down is that it will not cost you anything. Because it does not cost anything to write down what you, what you see. It does not cost anything to write down what God is communicating to you. Someone might say, I saw something so big, I don't have the resources for it. I don't have what it takes to achieve it. But then you have a pen and you have a paper. You can write it down and that one does not need any resource. In fact, there is no one who can even fight you if you borrow a pen and a paper. They might question you if you borrow money. But if you borrow a pen and a paper, they will give you with ease. So that's why I am saying it is free to write what you see down. And now uh, we are blessed. We have smartphones, we have tablets, we have iPads, we have computers. And all of those things, we can be able to write down what God is communicating to us. So what do I do with what I see? The answer is from God himself. Write it clearly. Write it down clearly. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, we have already established that um, we must have a vision for a glorious life and for a glorious destiny because without one we will perish because the bible says for the lack of vision people perish people will be scattered so in other words if you do not have a vision for your life for your family and for your calling you will be tossed to and fro by anything that comes your way so you will be scattered all over because you do not have a vision. So we have already established that fact that it is very important and it is godly and it is the will of God for each and every one of us to have a vision. And it must not be carnal, but it must come from God. Somebody say amen. So some of us uh, are probably saying, yes, uh, we do have a vision, but the question is, is it written? This morning, that's the question. Maybe just be true to yourself without telling uh, the person seated next to you, yes, there's something that God has been putting in your spirit. Yes, there's something that God has been putting in your mind. There's something that God has shown you. But is it written? That is the question because dreams are valid. And in most cases, we fail our dreams and it's not our dreams that fail us. We fail our dreams and our dreams want to manifest. Our dreams want to come true. But we do not compel our dreams to become a reality. So in other words, how do I compel my dreams or my vision to become a reality? I write them down so that I can do my part and then God will also do his part. And it will help us to be able to focus on these dreams. When we write them down, it's going to help us to focus on them and it's going to help us when we pursue them. Somebody say amen. 
So not only are we supposed to have a vision, but, but we must write it down. Write down a comprehensive vision for your life, for your family, and for your calling. Hallelujah. So those are the three things that you need to see. And if you have not seen them, you can go back to God because it is God who gives vision. So if you have not seen a vision for your life, you can go back again and again and again until you see something. And then God will show you and then you are going to write it down. It must be for your life, for your family and for your calling. And everything that God deems important for him and his people, he wrote it down. For an example, the Bible you are carrying right now, the Bible you read every day, it was something very, very important to God and he decided that it must be documented, it must be written down. If you don't believe me, you can even go to the bank. It's important to them that they give you their money. Maybe when you are applying for a bond or maybe when you are applying for a, a finance for your car they write it down so because it is important to them they cannot just give you their money because you are a good man they cannot just give you their money because you are a good woman as good as you are but still we take what we do so seriously and we take what you we are giving to you we deem it so important in such a way that it must be written down. Somebody say amen. So it is not on the basis of you trusting God, but it is in the basis of you showing him how important it is even to you as much as it is important to him. Listen to what the Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter number 3 verse number 1. It says my son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commandments. And then verse number 2 says for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you verse number three says let not mercy and truth forsake you bind them around your neck write them on the tablets of your heart so God is serious about what he talks to us about and therefore, he wants it written. Somebody say amen. I'm sure I have proven to you that indeed it is critical that we write our visions down and that it is biblical to write our visions down. So someone might say, I mean, I'm going to that which uh, he has shown to you. Somebody say amen. So why do we write down? We write down because it is important and I have already uh, 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 spoken about it. We, 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 we write down because it is important. We write down our vision because our vision is important. That's why even for those who are working in, in the corporate or wherever uh, uh, for that matter, you will realize that each time there is a meeting, there is an important meeting, we write down minutes. For us in this church, we meet every Tuesday and every Tuesday there are minutes that are taken down and uh, our executive PA um, is very efficient when it comes to that because she understands how important every point that was made during the meeting. So she will send them to all of us uh, by close of business of that day so that come tomorrow we know what is it that we are supposed to do going forward. Somebody say amen. So also, even now I'm seven, probably you have noticed that each time you have a meeting, even for yourself, if you are serious about your job, you will take down and jot down notes. You will take minutes. Why? Because what you are discussing is important. So the reason why we write down the vision, it is to communicate its importance. So if it is important to you, you are going to write it down. Number two, we write it down because we do not want to forget. We write it down because we do not want to forget. It's January. It's the second week of 2024. And in there is it's even a leap year. So we have even one day as a bonus. So in the this year I come on now. 
Esi hamba yo. Ah, nigo upi. Hillcrest. And that's cool. Inte lentlela esi hamba yo. Gazengaitandipesi Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. We don't have 365 and as it is a long time, we might forget. Why do we forget? We forget because we are human. That's why the Bible says, God is not man that he may forget. So that communicates to us that by being man, you don't have to maybe be a bad person. By the mere fact that you are man, you are very much capable of forgetting. So that's why it is important that whenever God shows us a vision, whenever God gives us a dream, he shows us what he wants to do in and through our lives. He shows us this vision that is for a glorious life and for a glorious destiny. We, number one, take it very, very seriously since it is important to us. We write it down because it is important and we write it down so that we do not forget somebody who is so great once said a statement that stuck with me and I believe it's going to be for the rest of my life. He said, remember to remember not to forget. So in other words, you, are, you can forget any time around June. You can forget any time around May. Some of us are so forgetful, you can even forget tomorrow what God has said to you. Some of us can even forget, forget the very same night. What is it that God has shown to us, but if you take it seriously, you are going to write it down so that you do not forget it. It's not because you're a bad person when you forget, it's because you are man. It's because you are men. So you need to guard yourself from forgetting. That is why from time to time, you need to remember what the Lord has done for you. The Bible even encourages us to remember what God has done for us. We need to remember what man has done for us because we are very much capable of forgetting because we are men. Uh, if we are not capable of forgetting, students. So because we are men, we forget. Even the A students themselves, they forget many things. Why? They are men. So we write the vision down to communicate its importance. And then we also write it down so that we do not forget. Because what God has shown us in the beginning as we are seeking his face tomorrow, because we are starting our prayer week tomorrow, we are praying and fasting. As we are praying and fasting, God will show us visions for our glorious lives and our glorious destinies. So we need to write them down so that we do not forget. And I'm so thankful to God that Mfundisi gave us this subject in the beginning of the year so that we can be able to experience the fullness of the glory of God in the year 2024. Somebody say amen. We don't want to forget um, even when 
times are tough, even when things don't go our way, it is critical to write down what God has said. Because even when the enemy brings something that is the opposite of what God has shown you, you are not going to accept it. You are going to reject it because you remember what is it that God said to you and as long as it does not look like what you saw you continue somebody say amen you never stop until it looks exactly like what god showed you in the beginning so god himself uh, to john the revelator he said to him right how much more to us John the Revelator, in the book of Revelations, chapter number 19, verse number 9, the Bible says, then he said to me, that's the writer who is talking, then he said to me, write. So God did not want to communicate something so important to John unless John was ready to write. God was not going to talk to John unless John was ready to see it as important as it is to God. So he said to him, write so that you don't forget and so that even those who read will also not forget what is it that I said. He said, write, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true sayings of God. Also in the book of Revelations, chapter number 21, verse number 5, the Bible says, Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Somebody say, Amen. So now we need to write what God says to us, but we write in ink and he writes in the spirit. If we are willing to write it in ink, he is willing to write it in the spirit. God will write it with the spirit because God, when the mind has forgotten, when the paper is lost, when the computer crashes, it is very, very important when you have shown God that what he has shown to you, what he has made you to see, the vision that he has made you to see, if you have shown him how important it is to you, and if you have communicated to him by writing it down, that you don't want to forget it. Should anything happen to the paper where you have written it, God is willing to write it in the spirit. He is willing to write it with the spirit in the tablets of your heart so that when your mind forgets, your spirit remembers. Somebody say amen. So that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit will raise up the standard. So when the enemy comes and throws away what you have written and comes at you telling you that what God has shown to you is never going to come to pass. I want you to know that he does not know that it is hidden in your heart because you communicated in the, in the year 2024 in the beginning of the year in January and you wrote it down. You took it seriously what God showed you about your life, your family and your calling. You wrote down that vision communicating to God in saying Lord I take this seriously and I don't want to forget it and therefore God is also going to take it seriously and he's going to raise up the standard against the enemy and you will see your vision coming back from your spirit when you go shandaya ikasotaya ilabasaya ndayabashaya the mind is unfruitful but the spirit the spirit is remembering what is it that God has said what is it that God has promised so even during the year when things don't go your way and everything is contrary to what God showed you I want you to know if you communicated to God that you are serious about the vision he has given you let me tell you something the spirit of the Lord is going to write it in the tablets of your heart and even if you don't remember it and all of a sudden a dream at night you 
wake up in the morning remembering, oh, that dream, it is, it is in line with what God showed me in the month of January. Somebody say, Amen. Because God does not forget. He does not forget. So he will write it with the Spirit. And your spirit will remember even when your mind does not remember. And I declare your vision will be fulfilled. Yes. I said your vision will be fulfilled. So in 2 Corinthians chapter number 3, verse number 3, the Bible says, Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God. Not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh that is the heart. And only God can write in the heart. Yeah, not written with ink, but written with the spirit. Not me. It's the word. So even when you pray, you can pray and say, Lord, I'm a forgetful person. And this year, I want to see your glory. And as I communicate my seriousness about what you have shown me, please write in my spirit. Write with the spirit. Write in my heart. Because for as long as I am alive, my heart is pumping. My heart is still intact within me. This thing is engraved. And I am going to be able to have it resurface so that I can be able to see it and handle it. Somebody say, Amen. Now, our vision, we said, not only are we supposed to write it down, but we, it must also be written clearly. It must not just be written down. We are writing gibberish, uh, you know, and uh, we, we don't even understand it. It must be written clearly. It must be clear. It must be a clear vision. The question is, is your vision clear? Yes, it is written. Yes, we have established that God wants us to write it down. But is it clear? After you have written it down, is it clear? That will be the question that you will have to ask yourself. Is it clear? Is your vision clear? Meaning, is it concise? Is it uh, 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 can it be learned? Can your vision uh, be explained? Is it articulative? Is it relevant? So is your vision clear? And when you ask yourselves, yourself all of these questions, these are the questions that you must be able to answer so that you can know whether your vision is clear. Now, it must be concise, um, and the word Concise means, means giving a lot of information clearly and in few words. Kukona banta wangagwazi ukuluma into ibe clear in few words. In fact, they think uh, uh, their thing is powerful if it is in many words. So, uh, uh, but a vision does not require many words but it must be concise. And uh, that's the definition. A lot of information clearly. Uh, it is giving a lot of information clearly and in a few words. Brief, but comprehensive. So in other words, it must be brief. In short, it must be brief. So your vision must be brief. After you have written it down, the first thing that you ask yourself is this brief enough. Long vision statements often lose their essence and true meaning because they are too long. 
Now you don't understand whether it's paragraph number one that you are supposed to concentrate on or it's paragraph number two. Which one is the most important part of this vision? And you become very, very confused. So, so it is important that when we develop our vision statements for our lives, for our families, and for our callings, that they are very, very brief and straight to the point. So, and not only will it confuse those who read it, but it will also confuse you, the owner of the vision. So if you complicate it, it's going to confuse you. Have you ever been confused by something you have written down? Have you ever been confused by something you are saying? You are also confused by it yourself. So a vision must not confuse the person reading it, but also it must not confuse you. So in other words, don't hear people saying for a good life, this, because now we live in the days of social media. You can Google anything. So you tell us on 2012, the vision is important. I'm just going to go and Google and see what is a vision for a life. And then you take it and you say, this is my vision. And then it confuses you. Because the person who wrote it understood it. Because it was their vision. But you would not understand it because it is not your vision. So you must write it the way it is going to be able to not be confusing to the next person and also not confusing to yourself. I am tempted to even say it must not be confusing to you first before it can not be confusing to the next person. Somebody say amen. There are many, many visionaries who can't uh, uh, even um, uh, be able to explain their own visions. So, and then you ask yourself, are they really the visionary of what they are saying they are the visionaries of? Somebody say amen. Number two, um, can it be learned? Can it be educational? Is your vision teaching you something? Any vision must teach you something. It must challenge you to learn from it. And it must challenge you to learn through it. So you must learn from it and you must learn through it. You must learn new things, things that you did not know before. Every vision that is from God needs you to super about learning something new. Because if you are not learning anything from the vision that God has given you, you are not learning anything new from it and through it, then let me announce to you, it is too small. A true vision that comes from God is supposed to stretch you. Amen. Yes, it's supposed to stretch your capacity, your mental capacity, your spiritual capacity. Uh, all forms of capacity that is required for you to be able to attain that vision. It must stretch you because it must cause you to want to learn new things. Yes, maybe you have uh, succeeded in what you were doing last year. Maybe in your calling, maybe in your business, you have, you have succeeded. You have uh, uh, attained some level of success. But let me tell you something, God has got more. And if you can press on to get more from God, you will see more. More than what you have already seen before. And that needs to challenge you. And that needs to cause you to want to learn new things, new ways of doing it, advanced ways of doing it. So that then you can see that this vision that is from God is not small. Because I am also tempted to say it is impossible for a big God to give a small vision. Somebody say amen. So the vision that's going to come from God is a vision that is big. It is not going to be small. So how do you know that you need to go back to God because your vision is small if you are not learning anything new from it and through it? If you are not willing 
to go an extra mile and learn new ways of doing it. Learn new ways of achieving what God has placed in your heart. Hallelujah. And then it must also be explained. Because what you cannot explain, it means you do not understand. There is no way that you wouldn't be able to explain something that you understand. So your vision needs to be able to be explained. You need to be able to explain your vision. So that will communicate the fact that you understand the vision that God has given you. So this does not mean... Uh, 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 that you are just saying the vision, but it's, it means that you can explain the vision because it is easy to say the vision because you can just write it down and also you can just memorize it and just say it. But do, the question is, do you understand what you are saying? Do you understand the vision that God has given you? It is very critical that you can be able to explain it to somebody without having uh, them confused by your vision. So you must be able to uh, explain it practically so that the next person can also understand it. Because sometimes God is going to open a door for you uh, unexpectedly and you will probably be given five minutes with the glorious destiny helper that you have been waiting for all your life, that you have been waiting for ever since the vision was birthed in your spirit, ever since you saw what God showed you. God can orchestrate for a moment for you to have five minutes with a, a, a destiny helper. And can you explain, do you understand your vision clearly that within a, a few minutes you can be able to make your destiny helper understand what is it that you are requiring for your glorious life and your glorious destiny? Can you be able to explain it? For an example, you are on a plane and you are sitting right next to uh, Petrus Motsipe. Just like this morning, I was in the flight with Mam Kiza. It's just that uh, I was telling uh, how, why didn't you greet her? Umkaya wa kongoba. I didn't want to be a groupie. Right? How nam go asem bumbulu? I didn't want that. So, and imagine you are sitting next to, and you are doing the very same thing, and ukala enakala, uyabuzu, uti, yin jenga ksizangayu. Or one day, uh, maybe for, 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 for me, who is a, a lead pastor who, who wishes for a builder's church to go to higher heights, and somebody just sits and, say, and says, I'm sitting next to a person, and they say, you know, as you are sitting next to me, the Lord is saying, I know to think on I go to think and nenzan. Nipizngan. Can you be able? Other certain vagalog I want to sleep. So in other words, be quick, be fast, and uh, 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 and be brief. Straight to the point. Yes, concise. Be, be, be straight to the point. Can you explain it? Do you understand it? Now here is your four minutes of fame. Are you, are you going to go and say, okay, let me grab my laptop? You are not serious. You don't know what you are doing. So in other words, if you don't know what you are doing with your vision, if you cannot be able to explain it, it means that doors can be shut right in front of your face. And on the 31st of December, 2024, you will say, God did not make a way for the vision he showed me. And therefore, I must change. Every year by Ashinta, every year by Ashinta, every year by Ashinta, it is because they usually just 
convince themselves themselves to say that God did not give me this vision. And some of us, it is really, really God who has given us those visions, but we did not take them seriously. But now, praise God that we are being taught how to communicate seriousness about our visions that are from God. Somebody say, Amen. So now Patrice you are in business. And he says, he, because you are a spiritual person and you go to build this church and your spirit is written a, 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 a vision by the spirit of God. And Patrice Mutipa says, whatever. Let's say you destiny helper and a call. I love your energy. Yeah. You know, low love your energy of somebody you do not know is anointing. Is favor. You, you, you know, it's, it's heaviness. It's glory. It's weightiness. It's the year of glory. Hey, hey. It's the year of glory. What I love. I love your energy. Why you love my energy? I love your energy. ushele so whether you know who they are, or you don't, because the Bible says you will entertain angels without knowing. So now as I love your energy, what do you do? You know, like I where I work, they are they are they are lacking, and uh, you know we we can't even find anyone trustworthy for the CSI funds that we have. Ah, actually in the Abaza Sam Sevens, in the Manjo, Yenui CEO, actually in the Abaza Sam Sevens, in the Nankum Yanguya Fulek, Ushelepa Noini, Ustak, Araguas Guanda, Ushel Nawela, Ujovum let Helenje, Uta Shale Nawela, Upelu two hours mau to Cape Town. Upelu one hour mau gutu. We are at Johannesburg. Oh, ushel nawela. Ati wenzani. Uzotin. Can you explain it? Actually, for even those now one hour, got angyalala in five minutes, and I don't want to be disturbed. Utin. Can you be able to explain your vision in a clear manner without wasting somebody's time? Let me not say somebody because you might water it down without wasting your destiny helper's time because they also tell you time is money. Yes. One day we were traveling from overseas. Uh, Mrs. Ngubeni will remember because uh, we were with her. Um, um, we, we, we went with, with her and her husband overseas. I think it was just before COVID in the year 2019, if I'm not mistaken. But yes, it was just before COVID. We went overseas. And by the grace of God, go first class. And it's okay. I come on now. Was sitting of first class. Bazalwane, my sitting of first class, Nkulukulu, and he, 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 he sit, come fundis, and myself are separated. You, you remember the, that story, Mrs. Mubin? I'm so happy you are here. Ngoba manjeng, Bazalwane, ah. 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 
And then we ask this lady, because when you go first class, you, you are allocated a hostess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, a ha- not half a hostess. A hostess. Not what no three, ni sherry host. Who can not be in now? Eighteen hours won't go now. to Renew those days, God, in the year of glory. Is there anything you can help us with? No, unless you are maybe willing to go and talk to the person who is sitting next to him. Guys, you, is this your husband? Oh my God, where are you from? Oh, wow, ha ha, okay. You know, uh, oh wow, and you are, you guys are so, are so lovely. You, you, you are from South Africa, you're going back home. Where are you from? No, we are pastors, we are from a conference. Hi. Oh, my mom, no, I can, I can hear you are busy talking to the hostess. I don't mind. I can move. And when she says I can move, and then she says, give me your name and whatnot. Angbu, zimbuzu, mama. How? Give me pendul. Oh, mama, Caroline Stein. Name is Caroline Stein. Oh, Caroline Stein, oh, owner. It's Stein City. Ah. Give me number, yeah. Oh, wow, you're pastors and whatnot and whatnot. I said, you know what? Um, 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 I, I have a, a work that I'm doing uh, with uh, Nelson Mandela Foundation um, to cut a long story short. Ati, and we are doing a blanket drive. Ati, uh, um, at your church, Bakonabandu, Abogazu Kroshana, Nidminayes. I knew Ugusmanga Besna was a song, a song, Gagasla, Alexa, Gagasla, Gagasla, Sisofundo Krosha. Nahamba Island, don't cook it, and myself, the old age home. A crush or cocoa? You have a colorful. Caroline's. So it's a door open ready for any other project. Gimpankile. Young us, Mom Boozen, get So, can you explain it? Should God open a door for you? Can you be able to kick that door open and say, Lord, you just gave me just a small number, but because I know what you have said to me, I'm going to open it even wider. Just unlock. When I talk, just unlock. Unlock. Lord, I tell you. I tell you for the vision that you have given me, for the fire that you have put in the inside of me. My God, I tell you. I tell you. I can explain it in a moment. I know what is it that you have asked me to do in the year 2024 through my life, my family, and my calling. I tell you, oh God, just unlock something. Just cause someone to go past me. Just cause someone to sit next to me. Just cause someone to open a small door for me. 
just cause someone to believe in the God in me. Ah, can you explain it? In less than five minutes, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going we need. Uzo vele abone gashut we ma. Destiny helpers are ones who teach how to fish. They don't give fish. They are all about teaching how to fish, so that even when you have forgotten about me and I no strings attached, I don't even know where you are, but I've given you something that you can use for life. So in the year 2024, by the 31st of December, don't look back and say, God did not do anything for me. You will recognize destiny helpers are appointed by God for you if you know what you are supposed to do. You will not recognize them if you do not know what is your vision. Yes. You will see another person if you don't know what is your vision. But if you know your vision, the person that God brings your way or people that God bring your way, you are going to value them because you can see that God has brought them for my vision. Somebody say, Amen. Can you explain it? Can you explain it? A clear vision is simple to articulate. Simple to articulate. You must be fluent in your vision. There are people who are fluent in English. There are people who are fluent in Zulu. People who are fluent in Isipedi. But all of us are supposed to be fluent in vision. Your vision in particular. Be fluent in it. I Tina, for Builders Church, we bleed. Bible forgetting those things that are behind. I press on. I press on to what? The mark of my high calling. So when God has shown you the vision, bleed. Don't stop. Cry. Don't stop. Talk about, let them talk about you. Don't stop. Let it look like it's dying. Don't stop. The power is in. You must keep going. How do you keep going? You are fluent in your vision. You understand it and you can be able to speak it. Because the Bible says we must speak things to existence. Can you speak your vision? Vision has language. Can you speak the language of a vision? So in other words, if you can't speak the language of your vision, you are going to limit it. That is why you will find people uh, uh, who are able to do certain things. They are so good at doing those things, but they cannot turn what they can do to profits because they are not fluent in vision. They just have a skill, but not fluent in vision. But with your skill and you ask God for a vision and God gives you the vision and then after that, you learn your vision day and night. You purpose in your heart that I won't stop. No matter what, I won't stop for anyone. So, Oh, 
you must be the pleaser of your vision. I'm God to my work. I'm you must be a fool for God. So that man abeti bahambala uhambela po ngalogu ba tossed to and fro. So what is this? Hashtag please. Kentela, kentela, engi gyalelengai. Nangempelu please aham. Please and no men a pasang scolen. Got a vision your girl tangi sink. Why a bambe? Dakogonke. Upishis and sang a buzzagambe rashes coleni. Got a guahamba rashes lenes tolosaram ganga. Ugio tangi sink. And I think even though Baba Konos is back and up, Baba and I executing the Bayer sink. Jungle pitches. So, unless M. Carter from home, good day, Gansela, Uncle Sangatanga, begging Gelosis Hat, Essis of Kumbus, Unyaga Wonke, Ugutunga Koshua, Ugutin what is it that I have shown you? What is it that I have called you to do? What is it that I have said you must do? Because again, Zega. Around us, but if you are fluent in your vision, you will be able to tell those who want you to diverse that unfortunately this is the language I speak. Those who want you to speak another language, you are fluent in your vision, you will tell them this is the language that I speak. Those who want you to give you a, who want to give you a, a different diet, you will be the kind of a person who is so articulative of your vision, who is fluent of your vision and you will tell them, you will not be afraid, you will not be scared, you will tell them because no matter how, how, how much big words they can come when you saw about pieces and was going to wear and up. Clear vision and was so you will be able to communicate to naysayers. You will be able to communicate to those who are agents of the devil to come and cause you to turn around from where God has called you to. You will be able to say no to certain things, whether good or bad, because you are fluent in your vision. Not anything that is good is good for your vision. Are you fluent in your vision? Are you what? Are you fluent in your vision? Your vision must be relevant. Don't have a vision because it's beautiful. As I said, Sabantu be technology. Tell you please. Please, I'm fine. See you tomorrow. Oh, panya panya, man. Go go shoot. Yeah, malfunction. I'm basically not saying all the way. Yeah, malfunction. Manje, yes, the step. Amen. Tisha hili. Right. Your vision must be relevant. Your vision must be relevant. Your vision must cover all the areas of your life. Every area of your life, your vision must talk to. Every area of your life, your vision must touch. So in other words, you must have a vision for your life. You must have a vision for your family. 
You must have a vision for your calling. Someone is saying, I'm not married and therefore I don't even know a vision. You, can, you are a daughter. You are a son. That's family. You are believing God probably for your own family one day. You can have a vision for that as well. Somebody say, amen. amen. It must not just be a good idea that, you know what, I have a good idea and uh, I'm making it my vision, but it must be relevant. It must be relevant. You must not sit down and crack your head to think about a good idea to say, hey, we must have visions for the year 2024. And Safundi Swayonkeland, Outigan Shalepansigan And then the next thing, it's not relevant uh, for your life, for your family, and for your calling. Now, um, as we close, how do we develop a clear vision? How do we develop a clear vision for a glorious life and a glorious destiny? We develop it by answering these few questions. Number one, what is your personal vision? What kind of a person do you see yourself? What kind of a person do you see in prayer? Not when you are envying your next door, but in prayer, in prayer, in prayer, in prayer, in prayer, in prayer. In, when you are digging in the word, what is it that God says about you? What is it that God says about you? You must have a personal vision, personal vision, a personal revelation of who you are. yourself. Who is God saying you are? And then you must write it down in a very, very short sentence de describing what kind of a life you want to lead. So that uh, uh, when your friends come, maybe you are a student and your, friend, your friends come and they uh, tell you about things that are outside of your vision for your life, you are able to say no. Why? Because you have a vision for the life that you want to lead. But they don't even know what is the life that they want to lead. So they just take one day at a time. It doesn't matter. So when the Lord went to they don't know what kind of a life they want to lead. So if you are going to manifest the glory of God, if you are going to experience the glory of God in the year 2020, 2022, you need to have a personal vision. What kind of a life do you want to lead? And what kind of a life do you want in general? Number one, as a believer, what kind of a believer do you want to be? In one or two words, what kind of a believer do you want to be? As a man or as a woman, what kind of a man, what kind of a woman do you want um, to be? Number two, what is your family vision? Write down in a sentence, a sentence that will describe your ideal family. Don't look at what is happening now. Don't look at what is happening even within your family. But what is it that God is showing you about this family? Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. From God, it's going to be perfect. It's not going to look as it looks now. And that will help you to change your perspective even. As you continue in prayer about this vision for your family, you will change your perception about your family and you will put measures in place to even be able to recreate a better life for your family because you have a vision. What kind of a family do you want um, to have? And what kind of a husband, if you're a husband? What kind of a wife, if you are a wife? So, so that you can be able to formulate a vision around that. Number three, what is the vision for your calling? And we always teach care in this church, that calling is not only for pastors. Calling is not only for those who are called uh, 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 into ministry, but calling is anything that God has called you to do. 
Um, we are called to different spheres of influence. Others are called to be teachers, to be doctors, to be nurses, to be managers, to be business people. That is your calling. Have a vision for your overall calling, not about the specific thing that you are doing, but your calling as an as as um, uh, the overall calling. What is your vision? What do you see about that? Ask God to show you something about your about about your um, your calling. Somebody say Amen. So in other words, you can also have a sub a sentence that is going to ask you the question that what kind of an, of an employer that you want to be. If you are in business or if you're a manager or whatever the case may be, what kind of a, an employer do you want to be? What kind of an employee do you want to be? What kind of a colleague do you want to be? So in your vision for your calling, all of those aspects need to show so that uh, no matter what happens along the way, you will go back to your vision and say, this is contrary to what God showed me. And therefore, I am not going to back down until I see what I saw. Until I see what I saw. Are you blessed? Hallelujah. So that's how, that's how uh, we develop a clear vision. Let us stand. We are going to pray. So it must be a personal vision. It must be a family vision. And it must be a vocational vision. So all of these things that we have taught this morning, you must apply them for your personal vision for your family vision, and for your calling. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you take a moment and just pray to God about every information that you have gotten this morning. All of this information that we have been given. Uh, why don't you just take some time and pray to God for the vision that he has shown you. And if you have not seen anything yet, ask him to show you something. Ask him and say, Lord, I need you to show me a vision for my family, for my life, and for my calling. In the year 2024, I'm not going to freelance. I'm going to be intentional because I want to see the glory. You can quote me to God when you pray. You are able to show me so please show me. Moses one day prayed and said, show me your glory. And when it did not happen, he went on and took it to another level and said, please show me your glory. So if you don't see anything, you can go back so that you are not a person who will never experience the fullness of what God wants you to experience in your life. Be a visionary for your life, for your family, and for your calling. Be a visionary. You are sweeping at work. Have a vision. That's where the key for the next position will be. Have a vision. You're a PA. You're a secretary. You are a manager. You're whatever vocation that God has called you to. Have a vision. And I promise you, by the time the year ends, we will have testimonies of the manifestation of the glory of God. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.